It's issue number 34 of the Infinite Backlog, a chronological tour of the best and most noteworthy Marvel comics. I'm a fool called Andy, and with me are my co-hosts Shane the Craven Varlet. Yes, I am, indeed. And Rory the Craggy Gargoyle. Ooh, that's me, everybody. You can't... Rory's got a lot of angles. A lot of, I'm a, a lot man of... of many angles. I'm a crag... <laughs> I'm a craggy... I'm a craggy boy. You just gotta, you gotta, you gotta work. You gotta, you gotta go to. You just gotta do it. Sometimes you just gotta go. go, But sometimes you just gotta get those crags going. (laughs) There's a lot of crags in that sentence. (laughs) I want you to know that the 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 runner up for the superlatives or the whatever we call these, the the adjectives, uh, the runner up was I was gonna maybe use, but it was just too weird. Was total surrenderer of the bone weary? (laughs) No, that's so good. I do surrender the bone. <laughs> uh, today's comics feature Thor, Guardians of the Galaxy, Nova, the Avengers, the Thing, and the X Men, and they take us from June through August of 1977. And during this time, uh, singer Anita Bryant campaigns strongly against gay rights with a Save the Children campaign, which, along with the murder of Robert Hillsborough, seemingly done in Anita's name, sparks massive protest against her in San Francisco. Sorry, that was a long one, but it seemed. Very, oh, that's a good very, bummer. That's a, that's yeah. a deep yeah, that's bummer. A, yeah, it's a, that's, a, that's a decent bummer. That's a decent <laughs> bummer. <laughs> uh, ooh, uh, David Berkowitz, a.k.a. the son of Sam, is captured in Yonkers after killing or injuring 13 people over the previous year. Uh, a bummer that he did it, but good that we caught him. So sort of mm-hmm. halfway in the middle. And then Elvis Presley died, which is also a bummer. Is it? Um, I mean, a bit. Yeah, I guess people like him. Ooh, Kanye West was born. Is that a bummer? Oh. <laughs> JK, I love Kanye. He's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> uh, Andy, Andy, listen. You yeah. can't ask you can't ask us if they're bummers. You have to know if they're bummers. <laughs> the cosmic uh, the, the cosmic energy of the you bummer have to ask lives within bummer, you. Andy. Yeah. It lives within <laughs> you, Andy, the cosmic energy of the bummer. Uh, uh you know who else was born during these few months in 1977? Was uh, Tom Tom Brady. As a reminder of how old that man is, like 1977, that's all that that fucker is old for a football player, right? Like Jesus. Um, I feel like this week is a little different. I don't know with with the stuff that we read. Do you do you kind of feel what I'm what I'm getting at? Like with the the sort of like these like annuals that feel like little mini events. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I know. Mean, what to, I don't know how to like. I'd say the Avengers and the Marvel two and one kind of smushed together, and they're sort of tangentially related to X Men. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also read Nova, so we're just you know that's just Nova stuff going on. Thor was a bit of an odd. Was a sort of an odd sticker router. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Actually, let's let's start with Thor. We can jump into Thor. Uh. As as 
by way of explanation for why we read this Thor annual, which otherwise seems kind of self-contained and and kind of weird, is that it uh, it's a bit of a tee up for Korvac, who we did meet a while back. There was like a, a, a random issue. It was like a giant size defenders that we read where they got like captured by the grandmaster and made to play in some sort of one on one tournament. Right. Or two right, on right. two the chess game. Yeah. And Korvac was one of the bad guys that uh, Dr. Strange beat. And he's the one that Dr. Strange. He's the one that Dr. Strange punches. Yes. Dr. Strange just punches him in the face. Exactly. He he fisticuffs him. (laughs) But uh, we are leading up to, I believe, an Avengers run, which is called the Korvac saga. And so that's kind of why we are. We're in here is getting a little more visibility on, on Korvac. I gotta say, at the moment, is kind of nothing, right? I I was just thinking, like, is he actually, uh, is he actually like interesting enough to be an Avengers dude? Like, I don't know. They fight. Supposedly, him? he's from the future, right? I mean, that's like his whole deal is he's from like some far flung century and like knows spooky technology or whatever. Well, we're but, all from the future at some point. Yeah, I know. So I don't know. It's. I, I thought it was kind of interesting to see because uh, this Thor annual had the Guardians of the Galaxy in it, but not the ones. I mean, we've talked about them before. They're like the old school Guardians. Um, but what I thought was interesting is that in a in a manner very similar to how we see in the movie Avengers if Infinity War, uh, they the Guardians ship finds Thor like floating out in space. I really didn't like the start of this where. I just wish it had opened on them finding Thor and he's out of time and they have to get him home. The, mm-hmm. the entire, it's at least 10 pages. Yeah, uh, it is. And he just sort of like happens upon a secret layer and the bad guy is like, oh no, oh, Thor, zap to the future. It's it's just, <laughs> it's written so poorly that it, it takes away from the story and it's pages you don't need for the story. So it's yep. like both. Yeah. I I wonder sometimes whether or not these annuals, like the writers are just not, I mean, most of the time they're writing these like tight 17 pagers, right? Like, like 17 inside pages or so to make a story. And suddenly they're given like 35 and they're like, Ooh, I do think that's part of it, but um, it it feels very on brand for the, for Marvel as we've been reading it for these sort of uh, coincidences to occur. Mm -hmm. uh, Right. So, so on that count, I just feel like that was sort of business as usual. If you want to get Thor to the future, the sort of the brand expectation is to get him there, not just wake up in the future. Right. <laughs> yeah, we got to see it somehow for some reason. <laughs> ah, God, I wish you hadn't said that. Now I'm upset because I feel like I feel like it would have been so much stronger had he just woken up in the future and we didn't yeah, of know. Course. Yeah, of course. I'm amazing. I, I know <laughs> <laughs> Of course, I'm writing. I'm, I'm a writer, Andy. Uh, the guardians had uh, a couple new members i don't know if they'll be i mean i i literally don't know how relevant these this guardians team is ever going to be but we got this new one do you remember her name it was I like i was going to look up all their names actually the but i didn't know what to search for guardians uh, her name is nikki her name is nikki oh the, and the, she's the 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 girl with the the fire hair yeah she's got fire hair and she immediately starts hitting on Thor and uh, and fucking Charlie whatever looks over and he's like, hey, show a little class, Squirt. It's not polite to vamp a thunder god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. 
<laughs> I thought it was really funny. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think she actually has like a hero name, does she? It's like she's no, it's just Nikki. Nikki. Hi, I'm yeah. Nikki. This is this is fucking Charlie X. Whatever. This is Starhawk. Oh, yeah, so this I guess is our little friend Nikki. <laughs> we have we have uh, Yondu, who would be the only one that I think most people could be familiar with. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, and then, I mean, we we did read a little bit of Guardians before. So then there's Major Victory. Um, who is, is it Victory? I thought uh, it was Vance, Vance Astro. It's Vance Astro. I'm seeing the character as Major Victory. Like I guess. That's oh, he takes name. up a fun name later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, <laughs> but I, but don't they call him the Major? Yeah, he's Major Vance Astro. Oh, I see. So that, so it was just the nickname. So that's where I'm. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, who who was I think frozen in time? I think he's from our time, and he knows yeah, all yeah. of history. Which yeah, kind of he recognizes but... Thor. He's like, oh shit, it's Thor. <laughs> doesn't he say he's like the keeper, the keeper of of the time knowledge like he i think he knows how history maybe goes. maybe yeah uh we have he knows we have, how history goes we have martin x or martin yes. x I, I don't know both i both still pronu- i still love martin x as the hopeful pronunciation i mean martin x just has such an off just has an awful mouthfeel but <laughs> yeah. Mar- martin x does sort of make them make him seem some sort of like space latino <laughs> yeah like former former seattle mariner edgar martin x <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this could be Martin X. That doesn't sound awful. Yeah, Mar- Martin X could be, be could be okay. Yeah, like yeah, but I don't know. It's it's a it's a weird team. Who's the new one? It's like Star. St- I thought it was Starhawk. 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 Char- Charlie Twenty Seven. Starhawk <laughs> and Nikki. Yeah, I, Starhawk is just moody and very very powerful. Uh, He's cool. I like Starhawk. Yeah, and I mean th- that's a and, Every- and that's a you know that's one of those names that's just kind of. It's good. Mashing two cool things together. <laughs> Shadow yeah. Starhawk. <laughs> Bramble Pelt. Yeah, I mean like the Saturday morning cartoon writes itself, I think. Yeah. Uh, no, I liked I liked the thing that I liked about Starhawk. We're obviously not going to talk about the plot of this issue at all. Uh, the, the, the thing that I liked about Starhawk is that everyone else rides inside the Guardian's ship, even Thor for the most part, and Starhawk just kind of chills outside. He's like, "No, I'll fly." Well, he has those cool space wings. Yeah. He's got space wings and he's so moody. He's like bird person. I <laughs> like it. Oh, sorry, I brought in Rick and Morty. We could talk about Rick and Morty. I'm too smart. Every, we're We're all so smart. smart. <laughs> we're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah, like a yeah. pickle or something. Whatever. Move on. <laughs> Shane's not having it. Uh, yeah. I the the only other thing that I thought was really fun was a. And I really do mean fun. Like, it was very fun. They they fight a bunch of weird minions of Korvac, including that, like, weird, uh, like, tiny yellow golden baby that was also in that giant-sized Defenders Yeah, issue. the golden baby's back. And they fight this crew, and they sort of, you know, they pair off 1v1. And at, at a certain point, all the Guardians are like, hey... We're matched up wrong. Everybody switch partners, and then they win. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I mean, that I think they called the the most blatant attention to it. But that is how all these fights go in yeah in comics in in any kind of superhero thing where like they can't just get stronger, so they have <laughs> to. It, it's it's all just a swap up, right? Like yeah, yeah. It's uh you know it's 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 Pokemon types again. It is Pokemon I, types. I'm using the fire type against the fire type. What am I doing? And Shane, don't you fucking get on my ass about this. I'm sure that there's fire types with water type moves. Like I literally I'm I'm just I'm just done with this, okay, Shane? Yeah, but you don't get your stab, so I got your back, Andy. It's still an <laughs> it's still an, it's still not the best way to go about it. I haven't even said a word. No, Shane. 
<laughs> you're on blast. You're officially on blast. I love when you put me on blast for Pokemon things. <laughs> Preemptively, can, we're, it's like the Minority Report of putting you on blast. I can hold my. Oh, you guys are the you guys are the TVA showing up about the Pokemon timeline. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! How about our boy Nova? Nova had a a, a fun a little adventure in yeah, these couple it, issues. It, um, it's good. It's sort of. I think we're approaching the end of the Sphinx. Sphinx yeah. arc. Uh, I do. I don't know that we've actually had it written on the page that the reason that the Condor wants to destroy the Sphinx is so that he can inherit the title Emperor of Crime. Emperor of Crime, <laughs> <laughs> which is what? just so extra. What is Emperor of Crime? What is that? What do you get to do as Emperor of Crime? <laughs> it's incredible. I I really like how extra these couple issues got because there's uh the Sphinx himself is ridiculous. Like he's got sort of this I don't know, he seems immortal. He doesn't I like he's after he's some an sort old of secret. mean wizard. Yes. Uh he's got a couple very strange people with him, but at one point <laughs> at one point uh Kerr, his like main lackey, his yes man, walks in on him sort of meditating and he says by the seven chakras, you dare to interrupt your master while he regenerates his strength within the solar pyramid. And <laughs> I don't know how you can't love a guy like that. This yeah. is this is peak Silver Age villain, and I'm right here for it. Uh, I thought that Powerhouse and Nova had a fun little exchange. Mm. Powerhouse is like, Nova, you you told me to pay attention to who I'm fighting and to why. But from where I'm standing, you attack me all the time for no reason, and Condor <laughs> keeps saving me. And you're telling me he's a bad guy. And Nova's like, shit, you got me there. I guess I'm just going to beat you up again. Yeah. I have no other option. There's a, that's, that's an ironclad argument, my friend. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It was weird to see, like, and I, I like it. I like getting to see this part of it where, like, what we've, what we've seen of Condor and Powerhouse's relationship so far yeah, as we've Powerhouse's talked about here. Powerhouse's conflict remains pretty interesting. Yeah, because Condor has just been incredibly abusive towards him and has used him mercilessly against his will. And yet, Condor does seem to, like, care about him on some level. And Powerhouse does feel a lot of gratitude towards Condor. I don't know if it's Stockholm Syndrome. I don't know exactly it's what grade, it is. Like, it's just grade A, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's either Stockholm Syndrome or just, like, basic abuser tactic. It's it's mm -hmm. gross, but it's believable. It is. Yeah, and it's upsetting and to watch. Because you're rooting for Powerhouse. You are. Yeah. Yes, but I gotta say, I really did like Condor's eventual fate, which is where the Sphinx turns him into a real Condor, <laughs> <laughs> and he flies away. I, think I don't know. That, I think that has to be the end for a character like Condor. Condor is is delightful, but he's mm -hmm. just so absurd that I like you. I don't know that you could keep him around forever without the Condor just kind of. Because he just wants to be emperor of crime. He's, he's <laughs> And he's a real bad guy. He's not just like a mustache twirly. I'm going to steal right. all the gold from your gold bank. Right. He, no, he's, he's, he's uh, yeah, he's a, uh, you know, he's a domestic abuser. And it's it, he's got to go, I think. Yeah, he's perpetrating think... visible harm on the page. Something that I noticed. I mean, Nova Nova himself doesn't actually have a ton to do during these couple issues. Um it's, it's actually remarkably a lot about the villains uh, and then Nova's just sort of showing up. 
but he does show for the big burger companies a couple times. Did y'all notice yeah, this? Does. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where he he's constantly talking about Big Macs and then going mm-hmm. to Burger King. It's like, who's paying you? Who's paying you, Richard? I don't know if those sponsors are going to be happy that you're throwing both of their names out. You got to pick one. <laughs> Ronald, Ronald and the King are not friends. <laughs> do you do you think those were paid adverts? Do you no. think those were do you, or do you think that the the writers just dropped it in because they're like kids really like cheeseburgers? Yeah, I do yeah. wonder. I mean, th- this this is kind of around the era of the like the great rise of McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it could have just been in the cultural zeitgeist a lot more than we're aware of. Yeah, like the Big Mac was new and everyone was excited. Everybody wanted that <laughs> big old burgie. Do you guys ever get excited about Big Macs? I do. Yes. It's my go-to burger at McDonald's. And when I'm making the, you know, the admittedly bad life decision to go to McDonald's, when I'm on my way there, all I can think about is Andy, that Big Mac. Tell the truth to me. Do you go to McDonald's or do you have McDonald's come to you? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Actually, it is a mix of both. I, I I want to go along with this bit, but I feel like for the for my my personal sort of record here, I need to say that I do sometimes walk. Well, to McDonald's. fair enough. I just figured as the guy I know, who, the only person I know who will order a bag of chips, <laughs> the, the emperor of Mick delivery over here. Yeah, no, there have been many many a time uh, that like midnight thirty, I have McDonald's come to me. I say, Ronald, you're coming to my house tonight. <laughs> you're right. Do you text Ronald and go, "Hey, you up?" I love that Andy <laughs> knows about himself that he should follow Gremlin rules and just doesn't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he feeds after midnight. <laughs> yeah, it's a problem, you know. But what are you going to do? Those Big Macs taste so damn good. <laughs> food's better at night. Food's Undercover better at night. <laughs> no one can see you. <laughs> food's better at night when no one can see you. <laughs> oh, God. Um, all right. All right. Next up, we have... Uh, about 50 plus pages of a Thanos Avengers Spider-Man, the thing, Warlock, Captain Marvel craziness. I didn't even mention Captain Marvel at the beginning. Captain Marvel was also in this. I had a lot of fun with this. These were actually. fun. Yeah. It, yeah. And compared to your usual, like, yes, there's a lot of pages of just fighting and stuff. Like, I didn't mind. And. In a real way, the pages of fighting can be a break and an enjoyable, uh, like, yeah. brain break. And and that's sometimes really welcome, especially with a 36-page story in an annual, right? I get so hyped up whenever I see a full-page explosion that has no <laughs> words on it. There are multiple pages where where Thanos is just blowing up stars, and it's just the explosion. And I was like, oh, that I didn't have to read this for four minutes. I li- I really, really hope for the day where we have moved past early age comics and we get to the place where you're actually interested in the words. I want I want to get to a place in comic books where we consistently are okay with the text on the page rather than seeing it as a burden towards getting towards our next podcast. Well, I, 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 I think a big one is 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 the combat dialogue. Um, yeah, it's so bad. It, mm-hmm. Well, it's not just bad. It, it's superfluous. They're constantly just saying, oh, you've punched me. <laughs> or I, I, you didn't punch me. Whichever one happens. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha, you missed my jawline, which is can, perfect. Can we, can we 
actually is that like some sort of new axiom or 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 truism or something that you've just coined where like all comic book dialogue can be boiled down to you punched me or you did not punch me i think basically (laughs) because i really like it and i think that that could easily be what made characters like spider-man really pop when they came out because even though it still has the the you know the you punched me dialogue Mm -hmm. he manages to get in you know one-liners while they're fighting so there's a little bit of something different going on totally and obviously nova's cut from that same cloth like they're clearly sure and the thing do that again Yes. Oh, God, I love the thing. I guess to sort of really briefly summarize the plot, if I can remember it, of these two issues, uh, Thanos has somehow managed to gather, if not physically, the energies from all six of the gems. We haven't called them infinity gems yet. We haven't. I think they're just still calling them like soul gems or whatever. Uh, That idea is not yet completely formed, but he's got all six of them. He's like sort of coalesced them into one giant synthetic stone that he's made to harness all the energy and he's sucking the life out of all the stars in the universe and uh we gotta stop it so the avengers uh gather with captain marvel and moon dragon and it's an interesting plot that uh, i uh, that uh he was like well every time i kill people the avengers get mad at me but nobody said i can't eat stars (laughs) <laughs> and they show up anyway and he's like damn it dude there's no winning with you people <laughs> yeah it's fun I like this characterization of Thanos that they do as well because they're leaning really hard more more so than they've done previously they're leaning very hard into his like extreme lust towards the manifestation of death yeah mm-hmm. like he's doing like he constantly is talking about how the more stars and people and everything that he destroys, the hornier death's totally going to be for him. <laughs> and she's going to be so down for me. It's going to be like, everything's going to be down to clown as long as I kill like just another million people, just another star, just another billion people. It's going to well, be Well, I great. also feel like we've informed his, that story a little bit, which, I, you know, as much as I hate to say backstory is good, his, his <laughs> obsession with getting, with getting, uh, getting the lady death to be, uh, you know, about, about Thanos about that Thanos, uh, mm-hmm. it never really made much sense to me as a reader. Like, it just felt like really weak motivation. And I think we find we find out, maybe we already did and I didn't catch it, that he he spent some time as basically her herald, as sort of a Galactus Silver Surfer type relationship. Sure. And I believe much more that he was some sort of like timeless, godlike entity and he kind of wants back in the good graces. It just feels yeah. a lot more, feel a lot more real to me. Even if he also hopes that she wants a bit of Thanos, wants to break a piece off of Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just, I like it, and it's, uh, he's, he's sufficiently scary now. I mean, we've seen him do some pretty big, high profile, profile shit, uh, and it, it makes, it makes sense that like there's like this sort of somber sequence where all the Avengers are sitting around, and a couple of them are having weird premonitions, like things are gonna get really bad shortly. And so they're staring, sitting around kind of just sort of on edge. And then Moondragon shows up and then Captain Marvel and then Warlock. And then it's like, all right, get in the fucking spaceship. We got to go. And it's got a fun. <laughs> it's got a fun energy. I like it. Even though Warlock's back. I apologize. I'm so sorry, everybody. Hang on. Wait, but don't don't apologize for this Warlock because this Warlock is OK. Because okay. he does what we all wanted Warlock to do. Yeah. Die? He <laughs> fucking die. <laughs> well, <laughs> spoilers, you guys. 
<laughs> he does. He does die eventually, but I, he doesn't spend the whole like he doesn't spend thirty pages crying on an asteroid, right? No, like not at all. He he is kind of blossomed into who he is because he knows that he ha- he eventually has to meet himself because he's he's stuck in a time loop, right? Like yeah, yeah. Tom, Warlock is stuck in a time loop where he keeps eating his soul over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, basically. I mean, he knows that he's going to have his soul eaten because he did it in Warlock issue 11 or something. Like, he literally went forward in time and already ate his own soul. So he knows that's coming. Yeah, exactly. But he, so the fact that the rest of, the rest of his world kind of falls apart around him and then it gets to, like, him being like, oh, I welcome death. Mm -hmm. I I love that writing. I thought it was really good. They're also drawing him pretty well now. Yeah. There's some pretty good art of anguished warlock. Like he's he doesn't have that serene Jesus face anymore. He's constantly totally, making really, totally. really mm-hmm. like just like anguished, crunchy faces. <laughs> I uh I, I have to say as well that it was interesting. He his sort of like almost relationship with Gamora is brought up because then like Gamora's dead because I think Thanos just he he kills her, right? Like Yeah, he offs her for sure. Yep. And because she finds out what he's up to and she's like, I don't know if I'm okay with you killing everyone. Yep. Uh and and he stops her. And so he finds her like dying and uh sucks her soul up into the gem. And later in this uh in this issue, he finds like like Pip Pip accidentally runs into Thanos, and Pip is also basically like rendered brain dead by Thanos and he finds Pip like almost dead and he's like god damn it the girl I was maybe into and the one friend that I had in the world I guess I'll suck you into the gem too and so there's this really fun nice moment at the end of the um is it the two-in-one or is it the Avengers annual it doesn't matter where oh uh, we definitely see it in two-in-one that, that he's inside this sort of you know gem yeah. heaven yeah he goes inside he get when he gets sucked inside the soul gem he meets all of his friends there and it's like kind of nice and serene and he's like actually like this is i'm okay with this and it's so fun all of the bad guys that he sucked up are in there too including uh that big giant head guy who was the judge at that trial <laughs> he's Krator. back there just like yeah, yeah Kratos. he's like hey, he's like, hey yeah. what's up welcome to heaven <laughs> and it's i don't know i liked it i liked it a lot that's so that's like the end of the Avengers annual because it mm-hmm. leads into the the craziness of the two in one. Like you can right. jump right into the two in one from it. Yep. And so like I mean I'll, I'll I'll do it. So basically like he gets he gets sucked into the gem and then you open up the two in one and Thanos is like Thanos is like pissed off, right? And he's like, "Oh, well, fuck you guys, I guess." And he just blasts the Avengers. He like he swoops over to he teleports over to wherever the Avengers are onto the bridge where they're fighting all the all the monsters and all the um, aliens or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he starts to he starts to command all of his forces. And then because he's commanding all the forces and he blasts vision out of here, like they end up capturing all of the Avengers in Spider-Man's spooky dream. Right. Peter Parker. Yeah. has that. Peter Parker has a nightmare about it. Mm hmm. Yeah. Because I think Moondragon is like projecting it into his into his mind. Mm hmm. And. It's yeah, it's fun. It's like like I I love these moments and they happen all all the time in Spider-Man stories, but I love these moments where Peter's like me? Like I'm like I'm not qualified for this one though. Right? It, <laughs> me though? Okay, I guess it's me. 
And so he, he recognizes that he needs help. And so he goes to the Baxter building to try and find the Fantastic Four. But the only one he finds is Thing. And this moment is incredible because he kind of like <laughs> sneaks into the room and gets above Thing, who's just like reading a book by lamplight. And he reaches his hand down and just boops his forehead like a little boop. <laughs> and he scares the <laughs> shit out of the Thing. It is so good. Ben jumps like a foot. Ah, I love it. I want more of them. I want more of them together. They didn't, they didn't actually get to spend, like, time, time together in this. They're mostly just fighting. Oh, and and uh, and at one point, after he's told the thing what's going on, we got one of the best Ben Grimm lines where he said, What have you been smoking, kid? Old tennis shoes? <laughs> yeah, that <doesn't> makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. It's a big fight. It's a big fight that they win, right? I mean, is there anything particularly interesting about it? They it there's a lot of interjections from those big celestial gods watching over everything, right? Oh yeah. So we like, have we have we have chaos and order, and they're talking about Lady Death. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. they're just like disembodied heads in the galaxy. I think they're supposed to be brothers as well, like these big these big heads that represent chaos and order. And it's you know it's just that it's that vague implication of like you know extra planar god figures sort of moving everybody around like pieces or whatever. But yes. Um, I'm not always there for that. This one didn't intrude too much, so I was okay with it. <laughs> I take a little bit of issue because this 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 one ends with funeral with a funeral for uh, for Adam Warlock because they bring him back out right. It's sort of like a one more time. Like Spider Man's like, "Come on out, come on out from heaven. We gotta give you. You need to kill Thanos this time." And he's like, "Oh okay, oh okay." <laughs> if you ask, if you if you really want, I'm having a lot of fun in heaven. Um, <laughs> but they finally do this funeral. Uh, and they're, they keep talking, they keep saying that Pip the troll was his only friend. And I'd like to remind everyone about the group of really devoted teens on counter earth, <laughs> because I feel yeah. like maybe we forgot about the counter earth teens and how much they were really good friends with warlock right the monster apostles is who you are referring to <laughs> well the, yeah the collectively known along with the the sort of the new men who defected yes his monster apostles yeah newman <laughs> and the monster apostles <laughs> yeah so i don't know maybe everybody's just like rightfully trying to forget about counter earth I, I think those first I think the first iteration of Warlock doesn't count. <laughs> I think if they could go back and just erase them from if the TVA could show up, then like we should be done. Yeah. We're all watching that Loki show, right? You're right. You're up on up to date on that, Roy. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be funny if I made two TVA jokes and I hadn't watched it yet? I know that you're watching it. I haven't <laughs> talked to Rory about it. <laughs> just I would it's be pretty the person good. to do that. It's a pretty good show. So, so we're sort of left with a with a dead Adam Warlock, or at least uh, Adam and Gamora and Pip's souls being in the Soul Gem, and that's where we're, where we're hanging on with that. I don't know when we're going to see Warlock next. I'm sure for the other two on this podcast, it can't be soon, can't be far away enough. Yeah, and then everybody gets home. So then we go to the X Men. Rory, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna punt this one to you. Uh, sure. Well, I guess. I guess we should pre-preface it because there is a there is a sort of important X Men moment that happens sort of just on one page in in Avengers, True. or I guess in yeah. the two in one in the two in one. Mm. I, and I, th- I think it's important not only as a as a as a moment in X Men history, but also later we very much see a character who we believe to be Beast, right? In X Men, yep. yep. Unless 
you're aware that in the last issue in the Marvel 2-in-1 is when Beast's secondary mutation kicks off. He gets he gets iced as as man beast and wakes up as cat beast. <laughs> and I like I like this. I like cat beast. Uh, it's a better design. Mm-hmm. Obviously, big blue furry beast. But it's it's good. I I like when they do these little ties between this stuff, like between canon. I mean, it's not like anyone reading X Men is guaranteed to have read the Avengers Annual and this Marvel Two in One with Spider Man and the Thing, like. You know, if you're a huge fan, sure, you're picking up everything that shows up in but the store. But depending on but... how often Marvel's running, you may be seeing Blue Beast on the cover. Uh, bef- you know, you you may be around that that has happened without mm-hmm. too much, without too much need. Uh, right, but Beast has been a member of the Avengers for quite a while at this point. Yeah, and, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so like you know, X Men readers, yeah, it's a little unfamiliar. So to sort of give context, to what Rory's talking about, most of the action of this issue, this one X Men issue that we read, involves yet another copy set of the original x-men which i i'm a little annoyed by because we i feel like we did that like five or six issues ago with robots um but we're fighting them again and one of them is og beast and who is it is it nightcrawler that is like hold on didn't beast just like call us and tell us about his yeah nightcrawler has has that and then wolverine also is getting a complex he's like he his his sort of primal instinct isn't triggering the way it normally does. He's like, this guy's making me angry, but I'm not Wolverine angry. Yeah, and it's it's like it's 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 cool. I also noticed that Wolverine is full bub mode now. Has yeah, that has that yeah. really been happening before? Is he even calling people bub? Well, I think they're they're setting up because he him and Scott are always kind of button heads. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, he he did say bub from the very beginning. He was bubbing people. Okay, it was bubbing but, people. But, from the, but I've been I don't know that it, since '63. I don't um, know that it was like written in stone that that's kind of his catchphrase or you know catch totally because he throws out the bub a lot. This he this bubs session. a lot. <laughs> he bubs people a lot. Ah, uh, you haven't lived um, since you've been bubbed by Wolverine. <laughs> but the uh, the argument around uh, Proudstar has kind of come to a head. Yeah, uh, and even though everybody kind of agrees with Wolverine that uh, that Scott needs to kind of get it together his old x-men aren't the x-men anymore and that you killed a guy uh, <laughs> also storm kind of is like he's still the he's the boss bro so fall in line or fuck off yeah it's cool i like their di- i like their dynamic obviously you know we have a lot of years of of seeing the wolverine like the the logan scott thing play out right like that that is something that has been done a ton of times but it's nice to see it uh be born here uh, it's not it's not quite yet about Gene. I mean, we have a little bit of a hint that that Wolverine's like interested in Gene from an earlier issue. But like, that's not the forefront right now. It's like it's all about you're riding us too hard. You're being a bad leader. And, you know, <laughs> maybe maybe there's an implication that Wolverine could be a better leader or maybe he's just annoyed. Yeah, but it is it is cool. Uh, we haven't yet talked about the wizard Xavier that arrives. Oh, the doppelganger. <laughs> Everyone else got copied. Oh, yeah, there's a new Professor X, and he's an evil cloaked wizard man. (laughs) (laughs) I thought this is so funny. It's just a really funny visual just to even see Professor X, like, making angry faces, like, scary faces is already just really funny. He looks like Dracula. He's got got some Dracula vibes going on. Mm -hmm. Maybe Miss Dracula. Oh, I wonder what Dracula's doing right now. (laughs) You think he thinks about us? <laughs> I think he does. 
I think he thinks about us all. I absolutely think he does. Yeah. So that's that's the that's the the stuff that we read today. It was a lot of fun, actually. Um, and especially so because we didn't have Eternals bouncing around in in there as well. Yeah. I'm I'm glad we did that all in one week last week. Yeah, was yeah. Good, it was really was nice call. having to read Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> hey Shane. Hey what? Bell sound. Oh man. Hello, welcome. Welcome to this week's Fuck Mary Kill. Where we have one in the gun, one in the bum, and one who is the one. Mm. I thought it would be a really proper send-off to our most favorite golden boy, who I know. No, you mean has... Molten Man? <sighs> <laughs> I know that I know he's been been in a few fuck Mary kills. And I know that sometimes our thoughts about him change and mold, much like goo in a cocoon. Mm, yes. Um, but I thought it would be a really good send off for our three beautiful teammates who get lost in the soul gem. Oh. If our, if our fuck Mary kill centered around those Elysian fields for Adam, Warlock, Gamora, and Pip. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about it. I'm about it. I like this. And also, are we in heaven? I think you have to be, yeah. yeah okay, because yeah. I wanted to just, I mean, I don't know if that's going to be relevant, but we're, if we're all sort of in this sort of beautiful soul gem landscape <laughs> might change my might change my feelings it's because you want to fuck and make eye contact with Korvac is that why <laughs> not, <laughs> not it's not Korvac it's it's what was this it's the other it's the other name the other oh, bad sorry. name yeah I don't, I don't remember it doesn't matter do you here's a question that I have do you mm-hmm. think Adam Warlock has it in him to have casual sex <laughs> I mean it like uh, I, like I mean supposedly he has, at the very least, gone and spent five days at a brothel with Pip. Right. Uh, <laughs> they don't yes. explicitly say he was getting his while Pip was, for sure. <laughs> you think he was just sitting on a stool watching but Pip go at it? he was comfortable there. He was hanging. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't throw some sort of moral outrage tantrum. Yeah. It, Interesting. I do have to bring up one thing as we talk about this, that okay. which, which sucks. It, so it shows his headstone is one of the final panels that we read. Yeah. Um, they they have their little ceremony. He's only 10. Warlock's only 10. Oh, that's right. I feel like I feel like it's different because he also is not Jesus? human. Yeah. He's, He's also, also Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. I feel oh. like it's different enough. Right? Do you marry Jesus? Hang on, wait. Do you marry Jesus though in this situation? Uh, or are you a Christian rock band and you just want to sex Jesus? I <laughs> Don't these are ah. these are toughies. Uh, I'm ble- so my initial my initial feeling would be to marry Gamora, but I'm also feeling like uh you know she doesn't have a ton of loyalty, <laughs> right? <laughs> and yeah, I maybe, mean I feel you. The, the the hetero in me does want to marry Gamora, but well she's a, she's a fox. She's a Stone Cold Fox. Yeah, I think that does mean that she she's that she's a you know we're just gonna fuck. Plus also her name's Gamora, and I feel like that's apt. Mm-hmm. Pip though, Pip's a real wild card. Pip could be a Pip lot of is, fun. Pip could be a shitload of fun. He seems like he knows his way around. You know what I'm talking about? Like, oh yeah, Pip. Pip's into Pip's into in some into weird stuff. And he's, and he's no he's, sloth. And he's no sloth. <laughs> he's like rub my ears, rub he, my ears. And he does have a sex car. He does. Oh, 
You're oh, so he right. He has a sex car, you guys. He has a sex car. <laughs> he legally owns a sex car. Oh. Oh, God. Now, aren't you so happy that we read that? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I could marry Pip. I could marry Pip. Mm. Uh, and I hate, I hate to kill my boy after he just died, but I think Warlock is still, <laughs> is still out of the picture. Oh, dang. <laughs> Savage. He's just no fun, man. I wanna, I wanna fuck Pip and marry Gamora. That's what I do. I think, I think Pip would be fun. Uh, he's, he's a bit wild. I, I think I'd get old. I don't. I also don't. I'm not gonna be around that, that cigar smoke forever. That's mm-hmm. sort of where I'm at too. Mm-hmm. Well, no, uh, it means you don't have to be. You, you, you have time for a second Pip, a second troll wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think. I think that I will fuck Pip. I'll marry Gamora. I know it's sort of a, uh, a risky prospect. She might stab me in the back. But at the same time, I don't know. I think that's kind of fun. Keeps it interesting. <laughs> it does keep it interesting. You know? The idea of being stabbed in the back is fun. I'm so sorry. I got to kill Warlock, too. I got to do it. You guys I both gotta... kill Warlock? Save him. Do what you're going to do. Do what Save you're the man. Do. Well, hold on. I don't necessarily <laughs> want to not kill Warlock. <laughs> you just didn't want a dog pile. You didn't want us all to I kill just... Warlock. Now you feel bad. Now you're going to pity, pity fuck him. <laughs> it's a, it sounds like all three of us have our fingers on the trigger at Warlock. <laughs> sounds like you framed this, F- this fuck, Mary kill as like a good send off to our favorite gold boy. They were like, kill him. <laughs> we're all killing him well if he had a little more chill or was a little more fun i think we could upgrade him but yeah i still think he'd be kind of a bummer as a as a husband and kind of a lame lay yeah hard agree i think okay no i got it i got it i got it i got it i paint gamora gold <laughs> <laughs> and then i kill whoa her. <laughs> just to get it out of my system whoa <laughs> Whoa, you're like some sort of fucked up. You're like you're like son of Sam out here. You're getting some sort of weird, horrible kick out of. You're like, look, it's not personal. Out of a sa- it's not a ritual a- sacrifice of, of proxy <laughs> yeah. warlocks. Yeah, yeah, it's not about you. It's that it's not. A, it's not about you. I can't kill warlock, but I really want to. So you know, sorry. Yeah, I'm getting I think... scared of Shane. <laughs> I, I think I I sex Pip. Pip and I sex. Okay. Be- because I think it would be, a, I think it would be a fun time, mm-hmm. um, and I I don't want to do it with him forever. And then I marry Adam Warlock because I am all about having a boring spouse. Okay, <laughs> I'm kind of into a bore. I'm kind of into boring spouse. Well, see, that's fun because then every time you go out for dinner, you're the interesting one. Exactly, and then everyone can then I can be the center of attention. Yes. Yeah, and maybe initially, initially everyone's like, oh. So you're married to a golden man, and then that's like, yeah, yeah. Why don't you talk to him for a second? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're, and <laughs> why don't you have like, a cover, conversation? <laughs> oh, okay. So what do you do, Shane? And you're like, yes. <laughs> you're eating. I mean, palm you're, you're going to be hand. the center of attention everywhere you go if you're riding around in the pleasure mobile. <laughs> that is also true, but I just I don't I don't want to. Yeah, fair I feel enough. You. We've done it. We did it, man. I like how if, if, this is going to be so sad or or dumb and you're going to be so mad if we did this whole sort of like little send off for Adam Warlock and then we look at next week's reading list and he shows up for some reason. I really I'm hope that gonna doesn't be mad. happen. You're going to be mad. You're going to be <laughs> yeah. mad because I'm going to come onto the show and I'm going to let you have it, Andy. And the, everyone listening along is going to be cheering for me. Well, yeah. I think he's sort of teed up to be come back. For one, we've seen that he can and he's only like mm-hmm. in the stone. He's not. 
He's not Ash. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we'll find out next week on the Infinite Bag. No, we're not doing that. Let's do a real sign out. Well, uh, uh, what do I have for your first sign out? I, I hope I hope everyone listening becomes Emperor of Crime. <laughs> 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 Bye. 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 Bye.